And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news of a great joy, which will be for all the people. For to you this day in the town of David, a Savior has been born, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Now, scholars can debate most anything in biblical circles. And one of the more interesting debates now is about the shepherds. For years, we were told that the shepherds were the poor. Indeed, they were. And they were outcasts and didn't really fit in with Jewish society. And so they're out there in the fields as a symbol for the fact that they just don't fit. They don't belong. They're even considered thieves by the Sadducees because sometimes their flocks wander beyond their control onto the land of other people. And so we heard for years about how God makes this a wonderful announcement to the poor and the outcast. And I think that's possible. But in recent days, there's been new light shed on the role of shepherds in ancient Israel. And what we find is that shepherds were not necessarily disrespected at all. It is true that shepherding tended to go to the younger members of the family. Normally, shepherds were teenage girls or perhaps teenage boys or older women, but very, very rarely the adult males. And yet shepherding had a wonderful reputation among the people of Israel because, quite frankly, Moses was a shepherd for 40 years. David was a shepherd during his time in Bethlehem. And in Ezekiel 34, God, God's own self said, I will be a shepherd to my people Israel. And far from being thieves, actually their flocks did a service to the farmers. After the harvest was done, you had to leave what was ever in the field for two weeks, for two Sabbaths, so the poor people could come and gather grain. But once that was done, there was a deal worked out between farmers and shepherds, and shepherds would bring their sheep into the field as a service to the farmer. The sheep got to eat, and the land got cleaned and prepared for the next planting of the crops. So they were actually doing their job. But there was even more important job that they were doing. It's not in the Bible, but tradition and history record that after a while, the rabbis and teachers decided that the Passover lambs, and there were about a quarter of a million Passover lambs that were slain in Jerusalem every Passover, had to come from flocks near Bethlehem, apparently because David had been a shepherd during Bethlehem. So when these shepherds are out with their flocks in the fields at night, they are doing a tremendous public service. They are preparing and watching the Passover lamb. And this is what God decides. To people who know what a Passover lamb looks like, I'm going to make the first announcement about the lamb of God. How typical of God to paint such a wonderful picture for the shepherds and for us. The lamb of God will be born and the people who raise Passover lambs get the first announcement. And soon the heavenly host appeared with the angel saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Now this is interesting that the angels would come and make this announcement because all they were doing was quoting a hymn already known, apparently, to uh, the shepherds in their field. It was a top 40 song there sung during this time, the festival of booths or Sukkot, and the song went something like this, Glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth peace 
uh, to those on whom his favor dwells. They could have sung the song with the angels if they would have liked. God brought them a message that was familiar to them. And yet at the same time, it was a radical message. You see, some years earlier, maybe two years earlier, in 6 BCE, the Senate proclaimed that it was against the law for anyone to use the phrase good news except in reference to what the emperor had done. Furthermore, it was proclaimed that only the emperor, Augustus Caesar, was the bringer of peace. Only the emperor, Augustus Caesar, was the forgiver of sins. He was, to quote the Senate, the savior of the world. And so when the shepherds and angels are huddling together in that field, this is a highly illegal meeting. They have broken the very laws of the Roman Empire. It's a subversive message to say that peace can come from someone other than the emperor. And it's a countercultural message to say that when nobody's attacked you 80 years, you still don't have peace. But that's the angel's message. There's more that makes for peace than what you realize. It's a message that's countercultural. It's a message that's subversive. So what do they do with this, with this message and song? Do they give a polite golf clap and tell the angels, nice job, hadn't heard that rendition. Uh, it's something to think about. What do they do? After the angel had left and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning all that had been told them about this child. And everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds said. But Mary treasured up all this and pondered it in her heart. What did the shepherds do? There was no golf clap. There was no, well, that was a nice concert. Let's go on with our work. When they had heard this subversive song, they did the only thing that a person with a Hebraic mind in the day of Jesus can do. They go and check it out for themselves. For truth for them was never a matter of intellectual curiosity or debate. Truth for them was something to be experienced and lived. And if there's a peace that's beyond the peace that Caesar is giving us, if there is a savior beyond what the empire has done for us, they needed to check it out and experience it for themselves. And so they did. And so here we are, much like the shepherds doing our job at Christmas, for isn't it our job to go to church and hear songs sung about the baby Jesus? Songs that with subversive titles like The Lord is Born or Forgiving Our Sin or Bringing Peace to the Earth. We, th- we sing subversive songs and we hear them because they tell us that it is not this world and its goods that can give us peace. And joy. It tells us that our life is not made by what we get, but rather by what we give. It's a subversive message. And what will you do with it today? Will you politely applause and say, well, that was very nice. I enjoyed the orchestra. The sermon was a bit strange. And you go out and debate. Or will you examine this truth and try to experience it for yourself? My encouragement is twofold to you today. If you're visiting in this congregation Go home and read the Gospels. Read one Gospel a month for the next 12 months. Get into the story of Jesus itself. Find a group of people who are trying to follow Jesus in a small group and get with them. Learn to experience whether this is true for yourself. And if you're a member of this church, it's time to test what you really believe about God. 
Our Stewardship Sunday will be next Sunday. And the message of Christmas is that life is not in what you gather and accrue. Life is, consists in what you give out of what God has first given to you. Will you test this in your own life? God doesn't make a whole ton of promises in the Bible, but one of them that God makes is this. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, says God. Test me on this and see if I will open the floodgates of heaven and give you so much that your barns will not be able to hold it. What do you do? Well, if you're like the shepherds, you test it out, not in theory, but in practice with your lives. And the shepherds went on their way, returning, praising God and glorifying God for all that they had heard and seen. For these things were just as they had been told. I believe if we check it out, our experience will be the same as the shepherds. We will declare next year, it's just as we had been told.